as any sort of, oh, well, you know, maybe this could be what it looks like next year. You know, maybe this will be with the chemistry when the guy's coming back and with a full training camp. I think we're beyond that. We've got to look at the entire body of work and not just this one game against a really terrible Jets team and just continue to just look forward for the Patriots instead of saying, oh, Cam, you know, threw for three touchdowns. He caught another one, four total TDs. Look at how good he can be in this offense. Now, this is this is fool's gold at best. Okay, and just recapping uh, some of our YouTube audience just uh, clicking in here. Um, Patriots win. Not necessarily what people were hoping would happen because of a draft result that you're hoping they could have maybe snuck in a little bit higher um, than what they were um, going to be if they won. And now we know what we know, which is the Patriots have beaten the Jets, finished seven and nine. They are very likely to end up in the 14th or 15th slot of the NFL draft, likely puts them out of the top quarterback uh conversation um makes it harder to trade into the top 10 um but not impossible uh but just kind of that's where they're at so this is what the Patriots. This is what you this is what you were worried about right was this purgatory was bill belichick is good enough cam newton is good enough to get this team to seven and nine that we, yeah. we kind of knew that this is where it was headed all along with this marriage well, and people this, were saying eight and eight you know right. And that, that was the fear was that, okay, yeah, maybe they could be a little bit frisky and they did make it interesting there with the win against Baltimore and Arizona and the chargers. And you thought, okay, maybe this team has something going for it. But at the end of the day, they were always a mediocre team, always a mediocre roster. I was going to finish somewhere around 500 pick 15th in the draft and be sort of nowhere. You know, you're not in the, in the running for one of the top quarterbacks. Now you're probably going to miss out on the premier, premier talents of this draft. You know, the Kyle Pitts is the Micah Parsons. Maybe you could start talking about a Devonte Smith and Jamar Chase has got out of the question too. So where are you really picking at 15th where or 14th? Where are you really going with that pick now? I think is an interesting conversation and I wouldn't take maybe Bill Belichick would take it off the table, but trading up from this spot should not be off the table for the Patriots fall in love with one of these quarterback prospects and that's the thing you don't know if they do or they don't we've seen it again you never know what to believe or not believe when it comes to the nfl draft and the patriots uh but there are some times where they do the things you wouldn't expect them to do based off of their history. For example, uh, Baker Mayfield and the conversations that transpired prior to that draft, the Patriots were ready to throw the kitchen sink at that situation by all accounts after the fact. It just didn't happen. He went where he went. Had he fallen or three, the Patriots were getting uh, a father offer to try to get up and get. They could be in a position like that again, which could be future firsts, uh, first and a second. If, in fact, they see a guy that they think this is the guy. So do not put it past them. It is not beyond the realm of possibility. However, right now you're looking at an almost certainty that quarterbacks go at one and two. And you don't have any idea beyond that what it's going to take to even jump up to get the third quarterback. You might have to get all the way up to now we could be talking about up to four, um, which might be a reach unless, of course, you're convinced that no, that's the guy I wanted all along, you know, and it could be to use a Celtics kind of uh, analogy here. 
there could be the Jason Tatum there that they think is actually the best quarterback in the draft and isn't going to be taken one or two who they think they can get at four five or six. And maybe there, maybe that's a situation where you, where, where, where you move, but I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, it's going to be a wild off season with, uh, with, with that in mind. Yeah. This is definitely where the fear was, was that, like I said, Belichick was good enough to coach this team as depleted as they are in different areas of the team, the opt-outs, Cam Newton's first year in the system, Cam's struggles, all those things. He was still good enough to get this team to seven wins, which is a great thing because you have the head coach still in the building next year, and he's the guy leading the rebuild. And if you can get this team to seven and nine, you give him some more talent again, and all of a sudden, you know, we can turn this around quickly. That's the positive outlook of it. The negative outlook is because the Patriots wanted to remain competitive, wanted to play for the playoffs when they were still in the postseason hunt, and then obviously weren't going to be able to stink as badly as the Jets stunk today, here we are. And and now we have to pick 14th, 15th, and have these conversations about sort of being in that middle ground of, do you trade up? Do you just let somebody fall to you? What, Where do you exactly take it from here? I I think is going to be a very interesting question. But ultimately, 11 draft picks. Excuse me. uh, Ooh, 11 draft picks, 60 million in cap space. They got plenty of assets. They got plenty of assets. Okay. Well, Evan Lazar is going to catch his breath here. Yes. And if you have to pop know. out here and get a drink of water, I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, okay. I'll, I got I'll it. filibuster for a little bit. <laughs> All right. We need to take a quick pause to tell everybody about our sponsor, betonline.ag, our exclusive wagering partner. NFL football continues on. Few surprise teams at the top of the standings. And while you might not be able to be at the games this year, you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. No matter how schedules change or which players play or don't play, Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every game this season with the fastest updated odds in the industry. There's always more options to wager than anywhere right here at Bet Online. So head to Bet Online today, that's betonline.ag, and take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Just use the code CLNS50 for 50% back on your first deposit once again. CLNS50 for a 50% bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, we can talk about, um, you know, the, the, the need for the quarterback is obviously uh, going to be even greater with the news today and nothing that was too shocking, but we talked about it in our pregame show. The report that um, uh, Patriots are expected to part ways with Cam Newton after this season. Um, this was obviously something that didn't quite fit uh, you gave the analogy before the the the, the game of the, the you know the the girl you have nothing in common with or um, but it it seemed superficially like this would have been a good 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 match it ended up not being uh, then Cam goes out and has one of his better games as a Patriot uh, today with uh, you know 242 yards passing um, and the three touchdowns uh, caught one uh, three passing touchdowns nobody had that in the pool right nobody had that in the pool and not to take anything away from Cam Newton, but two of those touchdowns were, well, really all three of them were, were busted coverages or just the Jets kind of having no interest in covering anybody, especially the Sony Michelle one. But Devin Asiasi looked like they kind of busted that coverage a little bit too. And then the first one, James White, they just kind of let him 
a wide open underneath the defense for that little angle route for the touchdown. So not exactly the the most difficult touchdown passes that Cam Newton has ever thrown, but it was fun to see on some level. And I don't want to get too caught up in this, but in some level it's been a really difficult season for Cam. He's been extremely critical of himself. So to see him be able to go out like that and at least enjoy himself and, and actually uh, put the team on his back once again, that good for him, right? You know, not, not, doesn't mean anything for about the future. doesn't change anything about the Patriots uh, plans beyond this season, but at least good for Cam to have, to have that moment uh, here at Gillette to finish it off like that on the right foot where it went so wrong for so many games. It was good to see it end on the right foot. Uh, at the same time, it doesn't change anything. And I think the analogy that I used in the pregame is really the perfect one, right? Because the first couple of weeks of the season, training camp we were legitimate after the seattle game we were legitimately having cam newton contract extension conversations we did a video on our youtube channel following the seattle game of whether or not the patriots and cam newton should reach a contract extension before the market got too pricey to resign cam newton for 2021 that was what we were talking about then then adversity hit then the real world hit the real world came into play and you realized wow you know this quarterback has deficiencies his skills are diminishing. He's not a great fit for this offense anyways in terms of his, his skills as a passer, and it's just not really working. So eventually the time showed that this is not exactly the best match, and I think the Patriots are still going to feel that same way. Yeah, I think um, and it, no, but there isn't a person out here who was rooting for it to work out. In many ways, Cam Newton was a cool you know, departure from – the Tom Brady era, because it was a different style of quarterback. You might get to see something you hadn't seen for all of these years. Uh, obviously, everyone talked about the personality, uh, and 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 that actually was a big thing. Uh, it, it's it sounds like media fluff that you get charmed by somebody, and then you write these puff pieces because uh, you know he's nice to you, and 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 you're not being critical enough. I think people were pretty critical of Cam Newton's play, but yeah. I, I I I I actually think the the value he had on his teammates keeping everybody together in a really down year is actually understated, not overstated, because this could have gotten away from them fast um, with lack of Tom Brady present, lack of the veteran leadership that's normally there um, all the time. And you still had some of it, but obviously you were missing some as well with the COVID opt-outs. Uh, this could have gone south a lot faster. I actually think Cam helped hold it together, helped kind of lift up some of the younger kids when they were struggling, helped keep a positive outlook on things, and was a net positive on the season. If you just look at it in terms of what would the worst case scenario have been, not saying worst case scenario, slash best case scenario is difficult to, you know, everyone has their own interpretation. Some people wanted to see a tankathon sort of season, but this was, I think, about as good as it was going to get with this team. Right. And I also think that we could look at this a couple of years down the road when Jacoby Myers has an a thousand yard season or Devin Asiasi starts to blossom like he did today. And we could say, okay, you know, it didn't work out with Cam. It was a seven and nine season. It's kind of that mediocre season that you want to avoid. But at the same time, the development of some of the young players, not all of the young players, you know, Nikhil Harry hasn't really uh, developed the way that they would hope even with Cam. But in reality, a lot of these younger players like a Jacoby, like a Devin Asiasi, Aussie, I think ultimately benefited a whole lot from having Cam's positive energy and having Cam's leadership and sort of looking at it more from a big brother instead of a parent-child standpoint. It was really like Cam was their big brother. And I think that, that is something that they are going to take moving forward, whether Cam is here or not. So that that's all well and good. 
no one's making excuses for his play for most of the season. His inconsistencies as a passer have just really kind of manifested themselves in a lot of ways in this scheme, in this system that if they're going to want to continue uh, with Cam, which it sounds like they don't anyways, but if they were to continue with Cam, then I think that they would really need to alter the entire passing scheme and the way that they throw the football. Because if you're going to you know, be predicated on timing and accuracy and precision passing and efficiency in the short part of the field, this quarterback is not the answer for you. So if you want that guy, there, there are those guys are available, whether it's in the free agency or veteran uh, market or in the, dra- in the draft, and we're going to talk all about them for – the next six months or whatever it's going to be, uh, but it's not going to it's not going to be Cam Newton. Yeah, uh, and it's as you said, it was good uh, that Cam could go out with a relatively positive um, effort today in uh, yeah. what is likely his uh, his last game, even if it cost the Patriots a couple of slots here uh, in the uh, in their draft position. Um, Nikhil Harry was active, correct? He was active and uh, he it's interesting because it feels like the couple of times a game where he does get open, the ball just doesn't find him for some reason. But then when he does, you know, but then he just doesn't, you know, kind of reflect it in the box score because he gets open maybe two or three times a game. Last game too, uh, I was really critical of his performance, but even still there was one or two times where he was open. He did flash open and the ball just didn't make it there for whatever reason. So there's just been a, a, an entire disconnect of his in total development from start to bottom, right? You know, just the fact that he is not an elite separator, not a great route runner. His feet are still, still too slow. He's still, you know, kind of drifting and not getting in and out of his breaks with any sort of urgency. He doesn't run fast enough in the straight line down the field to be a vertical threat. And then when they do have those blips of, oh, he flashed open here, he flashed open there, the quarterback isn't finding the, him and finding the ball is not finding him. So it's just been an abject disaster uh, with Nikhil Harry all for two years really going now of not being able to find those moments where he does get open or the scheme helps him get open or wherever the case may be. And you're not able to kind of combine those uh, with production. So visit fanduel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 